everybody, welcome back to another episode of Voices from the Planet. I am your host. What's up, guys? This episode is going to be about floating. It's the new craze. Everybody's into it. First heard a bit about it from Joe Rogan. Talking about getting in a big tank filled with thousands of pounds of salt water and water and you just float there completely silent completely dark completely weightless the uh, water temperature is adjusted so it matches your body temperature so you don't really feel the difference but my, I was thinking about that. I was like, how do they know? Do they take your temperature before you go in? Or is it just pretty much 98.6 degrees? But either way. So, I am actually on my way now to Dream Float Hawaii. To partake in my first ever float experience. And I don't know what to expect. I mean, I know what people have talked about who've done it and what I've heard. But as far as my own personal experience, I don't really know what I'm getting myself into. All I know is I'm going to be laying in a big tank of water. Um, yeah, I was, I mean, I was interested in floating, but the price kind of turned me off. It seemed a little expensive. Um, but my loving wife's not wife's I was going to say my loving wife surprised me and then I stopped and then I said my loving wife but I only have one and she's awesome she's the most amazing wife because for Christmas she bought me a gift certificate for three float sessions at Dream Float Hawaii so that was Christmas it's now May so it took this long for me to finally make an appointment but I got it, I did it, and I'm on my way now. So, I heard about this place, Dream Float Hawaii, from another podcast here in Hawaii called the No Shame Podcast. Shout out to Titus and Jay. They had one of the co-founders on to talk about floating and the you know benefits of floating. And so, that's when I realized, oh shit, there is one in Hawaii. I mean, I had to assume there was one here, but I never really looked into it. But after hearing that podcast, I knew that there was one here. So I was like, oh, even more so. Like, it's a possibility that I could be able to fucking try this shit out. But then again, still, the price is fucking too expensive. It's so expensive, man. If they could come down on the price, that would be fucking amazing. It's like 75 bucks for a float. I think a float is like an hour. So we'll see. But... It is, I'm about, my appointment is at 5 o'clock, it's about 3.45, so I'm heading there. It's not going to take me that long to drive there, but in Hawaii, you never know with traffic, so I gave myself enough time, and I also wanted to take a page out of Joe Rogan's handbook and take a pretty sizable dose of edible THC. And it's going to take at least like an hour to kick in. So I figured I'll just get on the road, eat that and head on over there and just kind of kick it in the area until it's my time for my appointment. 
let that THC kick in. I wonder if I'll have a psychedelic experience. I like, I don't know, I don't really want to go in there with too many expectations of what I'm going to experience because I don't want to be disappointed. And I don't want to, you know, influence my experience either way. What I do want to do is just try to be in the moment. Um, what I've heard a lot of people talk about is just focusing on the breath while you're in there so I'm going to try and do that try to meditate I'm hoping I don't fall asleep I don't know if falling asleep is okay I mean I'm sure I won't drown but I feel like if you go in a float tank and you fall asleep and you sleep for 40 minutes you might as well just have took a nap at home for 40 minutes right but so hopefully I'll be able to experience something I'm not looking for some sort of life-changing epiphany while doing this first float but some people say that those kind of things are possible maybe I'll go into a trance and enter Samadhi which is the Hindu word for or the Sanskrit word for a trance-like state I'll get some superpowers or something Infinity War and let me tell you guys it was fucking amazing I really love fucking comic book movies and even though I've seen a bunch of the scenes already a lot of the fight scenes most of the action all of the death scenes it was still fucking a super good movie it was still enjoyable we went to the theater out in the Kamakana Ali'i shopping mall over our way and it's kind of with like the fucking you know recliner chairs and the trays and shit so it was nice and comfortable it was uh, me my wife our, <coughs> our oldest son and our friend Kimari and two, her two kids so that was pretty exciting Erickson loved it it's so much action it's non-stop from the beginning there's no like boring oh let's fucking move the plot along it's just like non-stop fucking comic book action <laughs> and it's fucking super cool super cool and I'm glad I got to take Erickson even though I don't like movie theaters I'm glad he got to go and watch it sooner than later um, I definitely will be buying the DVD when it comes out so we can watch it again the only shady thing and it wasn't even that bad but I wouldn't have wanted I would have preferred to sit further back but we had like the front fucking roll which I mean not terrible but it's just really big I looked over at Erickson at one point and I could see his eyes and his head like moving side to side because he's trying to see everything on the fucking gigantic screen but yeah next time we'll see it it'll be in the comfort of our own home where we can relax and we can talk about it and we can ask questions he wasn't sitting next to me he was sitting next to my wife and there was nobody else on my side on my other side and my wife and then my son and um so I guess he was asking her all the questions I wasn't we set a rule in the beginning we said okay we're going to be in a movie theater with a bunch of other people who are coming to enjoy this movie and their movie experience so we cannot talk loud we got to keep our voices down we can talk we got to just whisper so if you have questions you need to whisper it into either mommy or daddy's ears and 
surprise, surprise, he followed the rules. It's fucking awesome. There was a family of three sitting next next to us, kind of a little bit down in the same aisle in the front row. And when the movie was over, they were like complimenting us on how well behaved our kids were and that you know they wouldn't have even known there were kids sitting next to them which was pretty nice to hear that our children were well behaved and other people noticed and it was funny because we were waiting to the end of the post for the post credit scene and my wife kept was getting impatient she's like do you really have to wait and i was like yes you need to wait and a lot of times they do them like halfway right like mid post credit scene no this one was at the very 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 end and so we waited to the very end <laughs> and um yeah it was i mean they could have did more with the post credit scene i feel but i mean they're leading up and if you haven't seen it yet spoiler alert but they're just leading up for the uh, captain marvel movie that's coming out so i get it but there were way better post credit scenes and i feel like this movie should have had probably the dopest post credit scene because of how dope it was like all the Marvel characters except Ant-Man and Hawkeye they were absent from this movie yeah I would definitely watch that movie many more times just because it was so good and I'm a huge fan of Marvel the movies the comics just fucking good shit how long have I been going for nine minutes only fuck well, i'm not even close to there yet so i guess after that fucking meandering about infinity war maybe i can talk a little more about fucking floating i guess i don't know too much about it man all i know is that it's really dark and it's really fucking quiet and you float and you're supposed to be able to get in touch with your thoughts or quiet your mind or you'll maybe i'll realize how fucking scatterbrained my mind really is when there's no outside influences other you know stimulants from outside elements and it's just me and my brain in there i just see how crazy it goes i don't know i'm gonna try and keep it as quiet as possible you know i don't fucking know i'm getting pretty high right now on my way there i have my vape pen so trying to get pretty stoned I, when I first thought about this I was like nah maybe the first time I do it I won't be under the influence of anything and I'll just go in sober and experience it but then I was thinking why the fuck not why not just fucking do it go for the full experience right dive in to the deep end to the murky waters like Uncle Joey says Jesus these trees are so fucking yellow inside of the freeway they're so bright but they're gonna be fucking rubbish trees once all those fucking yellow petals start falling. It's weird. It's not fall. Yeah. We don't have seasons in Hawaii. We have summer and summer. <laughs> so yeah, I got my vape pen, which is almost empty. So I'm gonna have to make a few calls in the next couple of days. Shout out to my homeboy. Just had a baby. Congratulations, man. Hope everything went well. And I'll talk to you soon. <laughs> um, yeah, but I got this thing. I bought this thing. It's called the MIG Vapor 
brain fogger and it's a I don't know if I talked about it before but it's a uh, atomizer for concentrates that you screw on it has a 510 threading so you can attach it to any adjustable mod the only thing is you have to turn it down really low you cannot go over 20 watts so if you have a non-adjustable one that's set to like kind of higher wattage like I have a, a smock V stick a V8 V stick or whatever it's called and that one I think this comes like straight up 40 so you can't adjust it so I wouldn't recommend putting it on that but if you got like an adjustable mod that can get down to fucking like 20 it says between 10 and 20 and I tried starting at 10 and slowly moving up but I found that 20 is the best um this thing fucking hits dude but I just have a little bit of wax in there so gonna save this for right before I go in to get myself in the mood I'll just lay back and close my eyes and become one with the universe I don't know it's fucking trippy it's fucking trippy that I'm even doing this what do I think I am daredevil Right, Daredevil was in one too. In the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck, the one that everybody everybody seems to fucking hate. That I really still like just because it is a Daredevil movie. He has to sleep in a sensory deprivation chamber because his hearing and shit is just so fucking powerful and sensitive that all the outside noises of the world keep him awake. See, but I don't want to fucking sleep, Matthew Murdoch. I want to travel the fucking cosmos, man. I want to fucking... I want to do and experience all the fucking cool shit that everybody talks about. But I feel like one thing for that is gonna just put me at the most furthest position away from it. The opposite end of that. And I'm just gonna lay in a fucking saltwater tank for fucking an hour and nothing maybe I shouldn't be so skeptical, maybe I should keep an open mind, that's what I'm saying, I'm just want to fucking be here, be there now, then, or be here now, while I'm there then, and just fucking experience it, just be open just float it must be cool, you know it'd be cool if they put like fucking glow in the dark stars like galaxies on the roof of it, so if you did open your eyes, it does look like you're in space but then I guess that's a sense I've heard Duncan Trussell talking about trying to incorporate some sort of like VR into it where you could project like flying through the universe or you know see that on the VR while you're floating but then I think you might try to like swim around right you'd be like and like fucking hit the wall and shit I don't know how big these things are I mean they gotta be pretty big cause you don't wanna like hit the wall right cause that'll snap you back to reality if you're you know outside of your body and you feel your hand hit the wall so it must be pretty big it's not like a fucking coffin and just like you gotta keep your arms to your side and float but yeah my plan so I'm gonna talk about it after I'm done maybe I'll come out sounding way more fucking eloquent and be able to express in full to you guys my complete experience 
of my first ever float session at Dream Float Hawaii. Shout out. Yeah. They sponsored No Shame Podcast. Maybe if I grow some cojones and it's not too fucking douchey of me, I'll talk to the owner about sponsoring my podcast, maybe. I don't know. I don't want to think too much into it, but I'm just going to go and do my thing and do this float and then come back and talk to you guys about it. Um, so, yeah. Now how long has that been? 16 minutes. That's it. Ah, fuck it. That's good enough. I'll talk some more on the end of this. All right. So I'll see you guys on the other side of my float. Catch you guys on the opposite side of the universe, maybe. Yeah. There we go. All right. Sing bye now. No, you say bye. Oh, fuck. That's dumb. All right. Peace. So he explains, you know, go bocha, 
first, which is take a shower and then go in. It's going to be pitch black, you know, talk about, you know, just common sense shit. But I'm glad he mentioned it, but I was a dumbass. I'll talk about it, but anyway, you know, just give me, don't do this, do this, be careful, don't slip, blah, 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 it's going to be really slippery, so I go, I shower, I go in the room with the tank, and it's completely dark, all the lights are off, I should explain the tank, so it's this big white fucking tank, it's probably, I don't know, I'm about 5'10", so it's probably about 9 feet long by... Not nine feet, eight feet wide, maybe. But it's pretty big. Pretty big. It's all white. It's got these, like, kind of blue lights shining down on the inside. Um, on the outside has the Flower of Life sacred geometry on it. So that was pretty fucking dope. But anyway, so I go back in the room. It's pitch black. I get naked. I get in the tank. I close the door. It's pitch black. He shows me this thing that it's this little round foam thing. You put it under your head to kind of support your neck. Um, if not, your head's going to be pretty deep in the water. And I didn't want to get that salt water in my eye. So I figured, ah, fuck it, I'll use the blue thing. So I'm using the blue thing. And I am get in there. Close my eyes. My heart is racing. Like, I'm fucking super, super nervous for some reason. And I can feel my heartbeat. It's completely silent, except for I have earplugs in. So that kind of makes all the sounds feel more internal. So I can really hear my fucking heartbeat. I can hear my breath loud as fuck in my ears. And I'm like kind of floating there. And I'm tapping the walls a little. And I, I started to panic. And I don't know why. Maybe I thought like I got spun around and I wasn't going to be able to find the door. Or... Like, it felt like, oh, I could drift off somewhere. Like, I don't know. I just had this panic, and it probably was less than a minute in. So I sat up, and I'm kind of frantically, but trying not to be frantic, trying to keep myself calm, but feeling around the walls for the door, thinking I got spun around, and I go all the way around. I felt every single fucking wall, every all four walls of this thing, and came all the way back around right to where I thought I was except I had started just past the door feeling the wall if I just I was going around towards the right around the room around the tank feeling for the door like can you imagine pitch black you can't even see your hands in front of you you can't see shit and it's hot it's kind of muggy because the water is warm it's body temperature so it feels a little like stifling to breathe at first that's kind of I think what also helped my panic I go all the way around the tank and I find the door and I open the door and I just sit there with the door open and kind of just like take a breath breathe try to get some fresh air and then I kind of now I'm like hey how big is like I didn't really pay too much attention of how big it was when I got in the first time so that's why I thought I could get spun around but realistically you wouldn't be able to spin completely around so I grabbed my phone and shined some light inside just to get my bearings again and see okay four walls doors here okay calm myself down slowed my breath okay i got back in but this time when i got back in and closed the door for the first maybe like 30 seconds i held on to the door handle just to get comfortable floating relax and not panic again 
And then when I finally let go of the door, I was off. And I was floating. And it was fucking super relaxing. It's trippy, like, how fucking dark it is. Like, it's so fucking dark. So fucking dark. But you just kind of float there. And at first, because as you're getting in the water, you know, you, you move the water and it swishes around. And so you're kind of moving. You bump a wall. You kind of just barely touch away from it. You float around. And then it gets super still. Like, so still that I could feel my, like, pulse rippling the, like, I had my hands out and up to, like, behind my, not behind my head, but above my head, and I could feel the, my pulse rippling the water, and I could feel it hitting my arms and my hands, like, there was absolutely zero movement in the water, and I could feel that, and it was a little freaky, so every now and then, I would, like, wiggle my body just to feel some movement so I knew that okay like because you kind of get to feel like oh what like I don't know for some reason for me it felt like I was laying on something so I wanted to make sure like okay just remind yourself you're floating in water so wiggle and what I was trying to do the whole time was once I got comfortable enough I was just trying to breathe slow breathe deep and focus on my breath it's super hard but it's not hard at the same time because you can't hear anything and with the earplugs in your breath sounds so loud so I could really hear my breath very loud and I could feel at first how my breath was a little shaky on my exhales but my inhales were deep but like the ending of my exhales were a little shaky so I should do focus and breathe deep calm try to not think about anything just always return to my breath but I could feel myself drifting off into thought and what I was noticing was that I would stop breathing and then I'll take a deep breath and I'll be like oh fuck I was thinking about something so I'll stop thinking I'll realize that the brain is the brain and it thinks and it has a million thoughts so I would focus back on the breath on my loud deafening breath try to remove all thoughts but they would keep coming just completely random shit thought a lot about the podcast I've listened to with Joe Rogan talking about float tanks thought about what it would be like if you owned your own float tank you know would you just jump in it all the time and just totally abuse it how many other people have been in this float tank like I, I moved around a couple of positions I tried with my arms to my sides Like a crucifix My arms above my head My arms down to my sides Which was comfortable at first But what Sean said And he was right Is that when you have your hands up above your head It feels better Because it opens up your chest And you can get deeper breaths I stretched out a little bit because you're just not moving so your body becomes a little stiff and tight so and even like all while floating okay so I'm, I'm like floating I'm not even touching the bottom of the tank this whole time so I'm like stretching my arms straight up stretching my legs out I bend my legs into like a frog position like frog legs stretch and I you know do that and just kind of arch my back up a little and stretch and still floating and then settle my body back down and wait for the ripples to stop kind of bouncing around the tank and kind of float back off 
And man, guys, it's so fucking dark. Like, I opened my eyes. And, like, at one point, okay, at one point, I wasn't sure anymore if my eyes were even open until I blinked. Because there's no difference between having your eyes closed and your eyes open. One thing that I did experience, which I thought was pretty tripping, I don't know if there's a scientific explanation. I kind of was thinking about it after it happened and I was trying to get it back, but it was really fleeting the second time. But as I was laying there with my eyes closed, I don't know if you guys have ever done this before where you kind of press on your eyeballs and you start seeing like flashes of light. And sometimes when I do that, I'll see like checkerboard patterns and like white light that kind of comes from around you and encompasses you. I don't know, it's hard to explain. It kind of whooshes around you and fades off into the distance and then whoosh, another one comes around you and fades off into the distance and whoosh. It's almost as if you're traveling backwards through galaxies, but it's more fractal because every single whoosh and every single thing of light that passes and shrinks or grows is exactly the same so I was feeling that and I had my eyes closed and I was seeing that whoosh I was going backwards through these fractals and I opened my eyes and I was still seeing it Oof. and I don't know if that was is that your 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 uh, cones and rods and your retina and shit and your eyes firing because it's struggling to try to find something to focus on so it's shooting all these firing all these nerves and shit or whatever to focus and it's but it can't but that was fucking really trippy so I, as it was happening I was doing my fucking best to try to sit with it and just let it keep whoosh, just going and for a while I had it and I was maintaining that shit and it was pretty fucking dope and I was just like whoo, whoo, whoo. and then it kind of got slower and then it stayed white longer it didn't fade and it kind of just all went back to black and then it was gone so now then I was thinking okay so that reminded me of when you push on your eyes so I was thinking, but I, I'm not going to push on my eyes because I don't want to get salt water in my eyes Sean warned me about getting the water in your eyes and so I didn't want to push on my eyes so what I tried to do was squeeze my eyes tight real close squint my eyes and clench my eyes and and then I could it was weird I could hear a fucking rumbling as if thunder or an earthquake or something. When I would squint and squeeze really hard, I could hear it super loud in my head. And I would stop and it would be quiet. I'd squeeze and it would fucking be rumble, rumble, rumble. And it's fucking quiet. But that didn't do it for me so I couldn't really get it back towards the end there I started kind of seeing it again but it was just more just kind of like kind of whitewashing over it still but which still is trippy because there's no fucking light in there so it's all your eyes doing its own thing it's all nerves and shit so like what the fuck is that that's pretty fucking trippy and at one point I did get a like itches that's already get like started you know feeling itchy on my face I'm trying to like move slowly, flick the water off my finger before I fucking scratch my nose. And at one point, I did scratch my nose and I could slowly feel the water dripping down my nose going towards my eyeball. And I was thinking, oh fuck, fuck. I didn't listen. Sean, 
I didn't fucking listen. So I'm sitting there and it's slowly dripping and then I can feel it hit the corner of my eye. And I'm like, oh fuck, but it's not burning yet. So I figure, okay, I'm safe. Just keep your eyes closed. I'm like, I'm kind of having fun opening my eyes and like seeing, not seeing, you know what I mean? And uh, I fucking twitched and the drop went into my eyeball and Sean was right. That shit fucking burns. So I had to sit up again. I got up, found the door a lot quicker this time. So I didn't panic. Calmly got up, opened the door. I had the towel right outside the opening of the door. Was able to dry my eye off. They have a bottle of fresh water for you to rinse your face if you do need to, if you get any salt water in your eyes. But I didn't need it. It wasn't that bad. I mean, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. So I just kind of toweled my face off in my eye and blinked a few times and felt okay. So I went back in. And it's really hard to fucking get a grasp of the amount of time that you're in there. Um, Like, at the beginning, when I first panicked, I feel like that was, like, pretty quick. It probably was less than a minute. But fuck, who knows? It could have been fucking 10 seconds. And then I asked, when I got out, I asked Sean how long I was in there. He said I was in there for just a little over an hour. But I don't know. It's hard to tell. It didn't feel like an hour, but... I didn't fall asleep, which I was worried about. And so that's cool. But I don't know. It seems like I would have gotten a lot more impatient and a lot more antsy if that was more than an hour. I don't know. Just, I don't know. So, and then, so I'm lying there. I get back in maybe, I don't know, maybe another 30 minutes after that eye, salt water in the eye incident. So I get back get back into my relaxation and then slowly I hear music start coming on it's getting a little louder not too loud but soothing you know atmospheric music and the light slowly starts to turn on slowly starts to dim and that's when the float is over so get up stretch a little kind of sit there kind of processing the last hour you know just rolling my shoulders back cracking my knuckles I get up dry off then I fucking get back in the shower there shower again get dressed come out Sean's got oh that wait before I there was one part so when you get up you know the light gets on you get out whatever whatever I'm drying off I'm getting all my shit together inside the room with the tank and then this big like bubble goes off in the tank and I was just thinking to myself holy fuck good thing I got out like before that because that would have scared the shit out of me speaking of shit there was a couple times where I'm in there and my stomach started fucking gurgling and that was one of my one of the things I was worried about is what if you gotta take a shit you know what I mean you gotta get up towel off go to the bathroom like holy crap but my I kind of was able to suppress that I didn't fart or didn't shit or anything so that was pretty good but I do need to get home and take a shit but so I come out of the fucking float tank and Sean has a glass of water and some fucking acai juice for me it was fucking super good just what I needed and we're just sitting there talk story a little bit you know 
tells me a little about a little bit of his story and his float experiences. Talk about what happened, what I felt while I was in there. Basically, what I'm telling you guys now. You know, talk about the benefits he's seen from the people that come there. So I'm asking questions and shit. I'm thinking, bro. Like I still, I never. I at first I was like, because when I first got there, I asked, "How did you hear about this place?" So I told him I heard about you guys from a podcast. And I didn't mention that, yeah, I got my own podcast, too. I'm always a little apprehensive and ashamed to do it. But after I got out, we're talking story. We're having a real fucking cool conversation. This dude, Sean, seems like a fucking cool motherfucker. And so I, you know, getting ready to go on and tell him, bro, you know, I have a podcast, too. And he's like, oh, yeah? So, yeah. Like, so we're kind of explaining to him, saying what the format is. I mean, giving him the pitch, I guess. And then I ask him, you know, bro, if you ever wanted to be on the podcast, I'll be fucking dope. And he's like, then he fucking clams up, Sean, you shy guy, talking about putting a microphone in front of you. Look, I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. But, yeah, so maybe one day we'll have Sean on. He said the other, the co-owner, the other partner, Jeff, who was on the No Shame podcast, that's where I heard about it from. He said he probably would definitely be down to do it. So I'm going to reach out and hopefully get him on the podcast. But yeah, it was a super cool fucking experience, man. What can I say? Other than everything I just fucking said. So I'll definitely be going back. Because I have two more sessions on the coupon. All I gotta do is call and make an appointment when I'm ready. Um, yeah, and hopefully we'll have Jeff or Sean on to talk about floating more. And hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode and this chat about what my experience was like floating at dream float hawaii for the very first time it was fucking pretty damn cool and i can't wait to do it again and try and get a little more deep now that i'm comfortable and now that i've done it second time will be a little easier and third time i should be blasting off into the the fucking cosmos man all right guys well that'll be it for this episode thank you guys always oh Shit, I always forget. God damn, I'm such a shitty podcast host when it comes to this stuff. Sponsor, sponsor, sponsors. Fucking the Grow Guru. Fucking Grow Your Own Meds. Uh, at the Grow Guru on Instagram. It's got a website. Just figure it out. And also audible.com. Audibletrial.com backslash voices from the planet for a free. 30-day trial of audible.com and one free audiobook download and if you decide to cancel after before the 30 days or whatever you still get to keep that free audiobook and if you do decide to keep on the lovely lovely people at audible.com send your boy a little bit of scrillas and also brought to you by uh driving and podcasting something I'm I do a lot apparently all right love you guys peace
Worry, we'll all float on. We'll 